Only a fool learns from his own mistakes. The wise man learns from the mistakes of others. Otto von Bismarck. Autobiographies provide us with valuable lessons from world-class mentors that gives us insight about their trials and tribulations. By learning about others' experiences, we can better position ourselves to respond differently to the same situations. Reading about other people's lives increases our emotional intelligence by teaching us empathy. Autobiographies also helps us to understand that we are not alone when we face difficult situations. For these reasons and more, I strongly encourage you to find mentorship by reading others' stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Build Young, Grow Wealthy podcast. My name is Walida Sheree, and I help millennials manage, protect, and grow their income to one day obtain financial freedom. In today's podcast episode, I will share five autobiographies everyone should read. So be sure to stay until the end for a bonus. If you want to know every time I upload, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review of this episode. Number one, Becoming by Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama is one of the most iconic first ladies to ever live in the White House. She takes her readers behind the scenes of what her life looked like growing up on the south side of Chicago. Her journey to Ivy League schools, her dissatisfaction with being a lawyer, and of course, what life was like being the wife of the former POTUS Barack Obama. If you think being Michelle Obama is easy, then you have a lot to learn. I spent 19 hours listening to her on audiobook, and I'm 100% convinced that I have no interest in ever becoming a first lady of any country because you essentially lose all of your privacy and freedom. The lesson we can learn from Michelle is that if you are the wife of a powerful man, it takes you pumping the brakes on your goals so that he can accomplish his. This could mean temporarily working from home and raising kids so that they can have a routine working alongside your husband to push him closer to his mark or being a role model as his wife. Additionally, I learned that it's possible to raise kids in an affluent lifestyle while teaching them values that would keep them humble. If you are married to a powerful man in any industry and want to maintain your own identity and raise a family, then I highly recommend reading Becoming by Michelle Obama. Number two, The Wolf of Wall Street by Jordan Belfort. I spent 20 hours listening to how one of the most infamous kingpins in American finance created a culture of greed, power, and excess on Wall Street like no one has ever seen before. Jordan Belfort, with his childlike appearance, walked into Wall Street as a naive stockbroker and later created Stratton Oakmont. He tells his story of how he later manipulated stocks, committed fraud, slept with prostitutes, and couldn't live a day without drugs before finally going to rehab to end his addiction. He expressed deep regret for the way he left his first wife for his second wife, even though she was with him when he was dirt poor. He gave us insight into what kind of father he was to his two kids and how much they kept him striving to be a better man. We also got to see into his second marriage with the Duchess of Bay Ridge and how his drug addiction led her down a toxic rabbit hole which she eventually ended after she divorced him when he was sentenced to prison. What we don't learn much about from this book is his deep regret for how he stole millions from his investors 
nor do we see his deep regret for how he dragged innocent parties into his legal dramas. You won't learn much about how to become a stockbroker from this book, nor does he tell you much detail on how to become wealthy. What you will learn from this book is a cautionary tale of how a lack of workplace morality, fraud, and greed can land you in prison and cause you to lose a relationship with the people you love. A former Stratonite writes this about the book, quote, The leaders of Stratton Oakmont sold everyone a dream, both the employees and the investors. It was the dream of being rich. It was a dream people wanted to believe in. The brokers and cold callers came in each day, hanging on to the dream that they would catch the whale one day. Investors bought IPOs in hopes of hitting something big. It truly was selling fairy dust, end quote. Number three, I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy. This number one New York Times bestseller is a memoir of child star from the Nickelodeon TV series, iCarly, that talks about her struggles as a former child actor, including her struggles with eating disorders, addiction, and her relationship with her overbearing mother. At the beginning of the book, Jeanette identifies her mother's actions as love because like every child, you would like to believe that your parents only want the best for you. After spending six hours listening to Jeanette tell her story, she was able to identify her mother's actions as abuse. Although the topics mentioned in this book were hard to digest because they dealt with the abuse of a minor, Jeanette is an excellent writer and made understanding her story easy to read. If you are someone that has a narcissistic parent or knows someone that does, then this book will help you to identify signs of abuse and how to navigate around them. You should also read this book if you have kids or plan to have kids to understand how forcing them to live your dream and not theirs can cause long-term damage to them becoming an adult. Number four, The Perfect Day to Balsa by Rick Ross. This rags to riches story takes you on a journey on how a struggling rapper became a hip-hop icon. Rick Ross, also a businessman, shares his adversity and setbacks as well as his secrets to success. In this book, you will learn how to turn your ambition into action, tips for managing and investing your money, inside stories from his business and music ventures, why failure is central to success, secrets to handling stressful situations, and how to build a perfect team. I'm not a super fan of Rick Ross' music, so I read this book to get to learn more about who he is as a person. However, this book didn't go as in-depth as I would have liked. The way this book is written, I felt like during my four hours of listening to this audiobook, we were having a one-on-one conversation. A fun fact about Rick Ross is that he bought former boxer Evander Holyfield's house from foreclosure and got a bargain for what he now calls the promised land. During the pandemic, because everyone was in lockdown, he bought a tractor to cut his own 235 acres of land. From my perspective, Rick Ross' offstage personality is much different than his onstage personality. He comes from humble beginnings and he doesn't minimize people's work just because they may be the ones sweeping the floor. If you're a new entrepreneur, then this book will give you the motivation you need to boss up and take your hustle to the next level. Number five, Will by Will Smith. Imagine being on set with Will Smith for 16 hours with nonstop laughter, tears, and grasping your breath. 
This inspiring book shows us Will's outer success as a musician and actor, as well as his journey of becoming one of the most recognized faces in Hollywood. I have no idea how to recommend this book without giving any spoilers, but when I tell you that this was hands down the best audiobook I have ever listened to, it really is. I do strongly recommend listening to Will narrate his life on audiobook versus reading a physical copy of this book. The quality of the production deserves an Oscar. If you think you want to be famous, then you need to have a talk with Will first. His life, while very animated, has many complexities down to the relationship with his father, his failed relationships with women, and his struggle to be Will the person and not the actor. Will's vulnerabilities with his reader can make you want to cast judgment on him. But in my opinion, any man that can be that raw to the public is on a whole new level of self-discovery and self-acceptance. I would tread lightly with my judgment by saying that although I have been a childhood fan of The Fresh Prince, learning more about him makes me so grateful that I'm not in an intimate relationship with him. He comes off as very egotistical, and that's his business. But it truly does take a special woman to be married to a man like him. Reading this book after his infamous slap to Chris Rock, gives better insight as to what he struggled with internally for quite some time. If you want to take a deep dive into fame, fear, power, and hope, then you need to read this book. Bonus, The Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl by Issa Rae. Nobody represents introverts better than my girl Issa Rae. For the first time in my life, I have been able to identify why fitting in certain spaces makes me feel, well, awkward. From my attempts to dance at parties with no rhythm, rapping with the boys in my school, wearing unfashionable clothes, getting weird looks for wearing my natural hair, and having a name that I have to explain in order for people to get it, this book resonated so much with me. This New York Times bestseller will have you literally cracking up from cover to cover because she exposes what goes on behind the scenes for a great majority of us introverts. If you want to learn how to make it big in this extroverted world, there's a lot you can learn by spending four hours with Issa, learning about how she was able to tap into her creativity and become an actress, writer, producer, and comedian for her shows, Awkward Black Girl, a YouTube web series, Insecure, and Rap, both HBO TV series. You don't have to be an introvert to read this book. In fact, if you're an extrovert, this book will better help you understand your introverted friend or lover. More importantly, you will be taken behind the scenes to learn about what it was like for Issa to grow up with an immigrant parent, what it was like growing up in a semi-strict household, and her struggles of finding acceptance being raised in a predominantly white area and then moving to a predominantly black area. As one reader put it, quote, this book was wit, humor, emotion, reflection, growth, self-introspection, and cultural appreciation, end quote. And I couldn't agree with them more. I hope you get a chance to read these autobiographies that I've read in the past few months. If you've already read any of the books on this list, what were some of your aha moments? Be sure to leave me a comment. That's all I have for now. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and leave me a review. And until next time, I will talk to you later. Thank you.